Welcome to Champagne Sunday. I'm Lauren. I'm Bonnie. I'm Beth. And we're going to talk about life after divorce. And living the best the life. The best life and the life you love. Yes, living the life you love on that other side. Cheers. 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 Welcome. Okay, ladies. Today we're talking about the post-holiday letdown, also known as January. January is that friend you tolerate. <laughs> yes. Barely. Barely yes. tolerate. Yes. yes. It's the one you struggle through. Yes. That you grin and bear. You have to really yes. think about the good things about them. Yes. yes. <laughs> But they get invited to everything every year, unfortunately. Yeah. Yes. You just have to stand and nod. You just have to stand and nod. <laughs> well, it's the, it's the post Christmas, New Year's, all well, the parties and activities, and then there's nothing. And sometimes I look forward to that. Yeah. But this year it didn't hit me very well. Well, if you think about it, like as a society, you know, we're set up for, or at, at an American, traditionally American society, I guess, we're set up to have back to school, Halloween, Thanksgiving. Um, whatever, college whatever holiday, season. yeah, college football season <laughs> for some of us. It's all through all of that, and then you have Christmas or whatever you celebrate, whatever holiday you celebrate, and then you have the New Year, and then it stops. Then everything stops. Even college football season stops. Yes. Sometimes coaches, complete That's coaches, right. retire. So That's right. in the doom and gloom so, of January, and then yes. you have this long trudge forward to the next exciting thing you know, in, in our lives. So it, it can be a real letdown, especially when you have so much skit, like if there's so much to do and then there's this lull. Cause Mm -hmm. really, I mean, if you think about, I mean, again, holidays are how society celebrates itself, but we just don't have that many from January till next fall. Right. Yeah. Well, and as, as, as an educator, so I'm paid middle of December and then not again till the end of January. Yeah. And so that that's a difficult time. And it's also we'll get one day off actually next Monday and then I don't think again until March. Like it's um, just this long stretch yeah. of I noticed you just that gotta too. go. On all my new paperwork for the year mm-hmm. for my company, they do a holiday schedule and then like when your direct deposit, that's the one I look forward to. When your direct deposit hits every month. <laughs> so I got I looked at the schedule and I was like, Oh look, we get off New Year's Day. And then May twenty seventh. <laughs> Wait a minute, there's not a holiday in there at all that we get off? A paid day off? Are you yeah. kidding me? Well, I think it's hard when you you know, especially if you enjoy that time of the year when you've got I mean, for me, it's some of my busiest time of years because I work at a school and at a church. So we have, you know, many productions, but then we roll into the holiday season and it's like twice as many, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, and this year I traveled with my students during the holidays. And then, you know, I spoke on this uh, episode or so ago, but I always have a new year's party and it was particularly difficult for me to get back into the swing of it, um, this semester. And I, I could really feel it those first few days back at work Mm -hmm. of just like, and I, you know, if you get holiday time off, you're also suddenly nesting a little bit and, you know, doing happy things like baking or decorating mm-hmm. and, and 
this is a time of undoing all of those things, which can also yes. be sad. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 Our houses are so festive yeah. during the Christmas time, and then when you undo it, they look a little bit naked. Yeah. I was telling them I finally got a chance to take my tree down today, and I looked up at my angel, and I was like, I'm going to wait to take her off last, and she went on last. And I, I bent down to take off an ornament, and she fell on my head. <laughs> <laughs> she is done. Over now. She doesn't like January either. <laughs> well, I think, um, you know, seasonal depression is a real thing, too. And um, we used to have what I called the grow light. And, you know, when people would be grumpy, I'd say, go sit under the grow, the grow light. <laughs> but, I mean, it tends to be... A little less sunny this time of year and you're trying to get your stuff Mm -hmm. together for the next year and it's you know a lot of people are trying to get all their end of the year tax documents all those things you don't look forward to right the doom and gloom Uh, in the south you get rain and some some sunny days but mostly it's not it's cloudy overcast it's colder we're not accustomed to that um and then you, you know, taxis and stuff, and your paperwork, and I got a little dragging. overwhelmed by the number of things I needed to do as soon as I walked back in. Because when I was in college, we had this, um, this thing. I went to Birmingham Southern, and we had this thing called interim. And the whole month of January, you just did one thing. Mm-hmm. Like some people did a semester at sea. Um, you some people just focused on like studying one topic, and the theater department always did a show. So for four years, my body was just like taught to go back and just be, just do one, a show. That's what, it was an easy sort of getting back into the swing of things. And I mean, unfortunately that's not real life. You know, you, you have to, to, and usually I'm like very good at, at dealing with whatever um, I need to do, but it just, I don't know. It was a little bit difficult this year. I had a really good holiday season though. Well, it's also gotten colder. Yeah. And yes. we're about to have a really cold spell. So we stopped walking. Yes, we while. stopped walking, which is which is hard because, one, I need the, the therapy time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I also need the sunshine and the, the movement exercise. and the exercise. It just, just getting out in nature and looking at our pretty park while we walk and all that, that just does a yeah. lot for my, Me too. It does my, men, sure. my mental stability. Me too. Kind well, of, it's so. endorphins. It yeah. boosts your yeah. endorphins. And I hadn't done that in a couple weeks we hadn't walked in a couple weeks not regularly and so it was like oh when we did that yesterday that was nice because I felt like okay now I'm kind of getting back in my after Christmas like groove but it took a couple weeks for me to like I don't know get moving again Mm -hmm. and I didn't feel well after the holidays I worked oh no I worked most of the holidays except for the Saturdays and Sundays and the actual Christmas day so you know, I needed a break. I feel mm-hmm. like I still need a break. Mm-hmm. I haven't recharged. You know, everybody's like, oh, I'm writing down what I'm doing for the next year, and I'm looking forward to it, and I'm recharging, and I'm changing this, and I was thinking, meh, whatever. <laughs> I'm not doing that. I'm taking a nap. <laughs> well, that's fun. I'm without my car. Okay. So I'm even more, I'm at the mercy of my friends and my son to share his car with me to get back and forth and work and all. And so I'm at home more this past week and will be for another couple of weeks so it just yeah you know it and not i love being in my house which sometimes makes it sad to go to work but sometimes i'm also like well i was i was using my car to escape when i didn't want to do the things in my house well and not there's nothing more frustrating than not having the freedom to do what you need to do or to get to get away when you need to to. i mean guys it's part of the reason that we got divorced yeah (laughs) 
There you go. Yeah. Um, but I think, you know, I think a lot of people end up having the those sort of post-holiday blues, and it's probably um, a pretty big reason that we have New Year's resolutions to begin with. To like give you something you're positive to resolve to, focus to on. like, focus on. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. I didn't really make... Y'all do words, right? Words mm-hmm. for the new year. I didn't really make, like, specific resolutions. I don't make resolutions so much as I try. I have found that, like, words or whatever or big ideals, if I give myself something that I can revisit, like, in my planner, go back and look at every month. Okay, well, my goal was, like, this year my words explore is to explore. If that's my goal, what am I doing this month towards this? When I have times that I can choose to do new things, is this fitting towards what I said I wanted my year to go towards? Mm -hmm. So it's not like I'm like, I'm going to the gym every day because we all know that's never happening for me. But, you know, so I'm not trying to make these very strict resolutions for my day-to-day life. I'm trying to make life changes or a focus on my life for the year. Well, to me, that's just a whole lot more. It makes more sense to me, for me. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to be still. And this is kind of goes back to what you were saying about the weather. And mm-hmm. this is just a kind of, it's a time of year. Like, we're about to get unpredictable weather this coming week. It is cold outside. And, you know, there are things to do. And so I tend to be somebody who really likes to go, 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 and go places. And it's hard for me just to sit still in what I have. And... Mm-hmm. That that is something that I am continually learning, but I'm trying to do that a bit more. I think um, lately. I also just had like it's at this point in my home, it's just me, and it hasn't been just or and my son, but it hasn't been like that in a year. Is that right? I don't think you've ever really had it that way. There were four months. So after my divorce was final and my ex moved out, there were four months there where it was just me and my son um, living in the house before. Um, I had a, a friend who needed somewhere to live and he asked me if he could live with me. I said, sure, that's fine. He was kind of like uh, my son's big brother anyway. So um, he just recently moved out. And um, so it, anyway, it's just back to me and my son at this point. And so I'm really looking at what that feels like. It's, it's just a little bit different to know that nobody's going to open the door. Like I'm, if I'm home, there's not going to be anybody but my partner um, to, to open the door to my house. Yeah. So it's just kind of... Well, you're, odd, you're able to... And, and that's... When it, okay, so when my when my daughter leaves at Christmas and my other son left at I, Christmas... I thought it, about it you. Just, I thought about you. It became just yeah. me and my son who lives with me all the time, but he's, I won't say a recluse, but he loves his room time. Like, I don't yeah. see him mm-hmm. a ton and all that. It became so... It becomes very quiet in the house. And when it's quiet in the house, it... You know, it. I have to remind myself that it is my house and I get to take this time to make it what I want. And it is, you know, it's my well, safe space, my home. But it, but it's still a little sad. And sometimes to not have those people. My son left after the holiday. Yeah, I just love them around. Too, yeah. And I was like, okay, but now it's just back to the girls, the two girls in the house. And we're getting back in our little routines and things. But I have. You know, for the quiet time, I don't have a whole lot of quiet time in my regular everyday life because no, I'm constantly in yeah. a person or public servant kind of role. And they do call me all hours of the day and night. But last year I concentrated on sleep. 
this year I, I'm concentrating on being a little more healthy. Like, and that includes setting my boundaries a little more strict with my patients. It's also taking the time that I need to rest and feel well. Usually, like my whole life, I have just gotten up and just pushed through it, slogged through whatever crapola was yeah. happening in my life, whether it was my mom's death or, you know, I just got up and made myself do things. Mm-hmm. Well, now I'm thinking maybe, I mean, that got me to where I am and that was good and I was young and I could do that. But now I really want to take the time to rest, relax, which y'all know I'm not good at. Um, I started reading, we're in a book club, so I started doing that. I miss, reading takes a long time, and I mm-hmm. miss taking the time to do that, clear my mind, to accept a new story and things like that. So that's kind of where my emphasis is this year. It's not really a promise or a New Year's resolution. It's a, I'm trying to take better care of myself. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing. So My... I I have a little bit of that. Like, I just want to make sure that I'm doing things that are positive and healthy for me. But the other thing is, I'm, I get stir crazy. And my therapist was like, okay, now that you're in a, like, now that you're in a routine in your occupation and in your, you know, you know what your home life looks like, you know, dot, dot, dot. You've got to just figure out how to not be bored. So whatever little changes you need to make to what you're doing to not be bored, do it. Oh, that's exactly it. Mm-hmm. So that a little bit. And then also, and this is hard thing for me, but I'm very happy. And that little, and we all get this, we've talked about it before, but that little underlying feeling of that could go away at any second, because we've all experienced yes. it, is so difficult that it gives me more anxiety than anything. Like, and it's not, it's, it's like, oh, my life is so good. I'm so happy. Look at Look at who I love and look who loves me and look who's around me. And I've got this, you know, I love my family and I love my friends and I love my partner and everything is just wonderful. And then you think, what if I have a heart attack? Or, and I really have to like talk myself down from the ledge. Or like, what if, you know, somebody suddenly changes their mind and doesn't, you know, want to be in my life anymore, which that happens. It happened to all of us to some extent. So... I, I really have to talk myself down from the ledge when those things happen. And I can feel it. I mean, it's these little panic attacks. I can feel it coming on and I know what it is. And I have to reason through the fact that it's not really happening. I think we've all felt that. I, I, I hate the word deserve, but I've been reading all this self-help stuff that says, maybe you feel like you don't deserve to be happy. Or your experience has told you that you don't deserve to be happy or you've never truly been happy or not been happy enough that you realize that you can be happy. And that kind of hits me hard because I always think, oh, maybe there's a lot of truth to that. Mm -hmm. Because I was married for 21 years and I was not happy. Mm -hmm. Well, and I think part of it too is that when you... When you've been married or you've had such a long period of unhappiness that when you have it, for me, the thought of losing it and the thought of pain that that's going to cause, I want to back up and start guarding my heart and protecting myself and removing myself from that happiness 
to protect myself from the loss of it. Yeah. Which is really not productive, well, but it's but you have to know that it's coming. But well, so I can see that as well. Because well, the truth is, in any in any romantic relationship, in any friendship, at some point, someone could decide they don't want to do it anymore. You True. know what I mean? Like yeah. Yeah. It, you're any any relationship of a like again platonic or romantic. You're taking a risk that that someone is eventually going to not want to do that. Like, but it's a it's a risk you take every time. So every time I get on that ledge of like, oh, this, I'm like, wait, the only other option is just to not connect with anyone right. ever. You know. Right. Well, I think when people are hurt, well, at least this goes for me. Um, I had my heart broken, mm-hmm. just broken, and like my whole world shattered. It's hard for me to get back to a vulnerable mm-hmm. spot. Mm-hmm. And I did it with two guys and they both let me down. So that was sort of a pattern. And I, I started thinking in the negative, like all guys are like this or I'm not going to be happy or I'm not going to have this. And I don't want to be vulnerable. And you said something about bubble wrap and I was thinking, Oh, your heart series would be cute if you wrap one in bubble wrap. Oh, it would. Because I think that is cute. Or, or like, I think that's how we feel. Like, yeah, it takes when you first hurt like that, and you're divorced. You know, I call it circling my wagons, but I really did bubble wrap myself. I insulated myself with just the people that I truly trusted, who knew what was going on. It was very few people, and even one of those people betrayed me, but. I did the best that I could do to kind of not feel for a while so I could organize. I couldn't Mm -hmm. feel and organize at the same time. So I got my life organized. And then as I allowed myself to start feeling, then I got hurt again. Mm -hmm. You know, and I was thinking, I don't know. And I don't want to be that person that lives the rest of my life so guarded that I don't allow things to happen. But, you know... At the same time, it's really hard. Yeah. It's hard to go back to being very trusting. Yeah. You want to be like fragile. Be careful with me. Yeah, please Fred be careful with me. <laughs> well, and that's. But I, I think I'm kind of in that space right now, just in the aftermath of a heartbreak, yeah. even a year later. Mm-hmm. It's just so comfortable to not really put myself out there very much. You know, to 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 be in the place with. All of my friends and my family and my home and my job and just be mm-hmm. here. Yeah. I've kind of felt that. But you did. You did have a little adventure. So. I did. Mm-hmm. I then did. I, say, I had okay. a good date. But That's you one know. box checked. What? Oh, I yep. don't know about this. <laughs> way away. <laughs> way away. talk discussion. Way away. But way. yeah, yeah. But, yeah. It, but it's taken a long, it's taken a year to get there. Well, and you To know, even I've... feel like it's so, feel like I even wanted to entertain that well i'm still kind of on the fence i met a nice guy but i'm taking it super 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 sluggishly slow (laughs) (laughs) we've met one time for a coffee okay and we've been talking for a couple months but it's like you know i just don't know i'm like you bonnie i feel like i really enjoy my space right now that i'm in i would like that at some point but i'm not gonna rush it uh, you know, well, I used to. I used to joke that I would be the crazy old lady of the neighborhood with dogs and cats and books and you know art all over the place. And now I'm sitting there going, I 
actually sounds really good. Yeah. <laughs> I want to well, be that so crazy old lady. I got in this moment where I was feeling, and like, my life, y'all, my life is great. My life is good. Financially, I can figure things out a bit better, but otherwise my life is so good. And I had this like moment of just getting in my feels. Cause, well, my partner was, um, my partner Ouch. was with me for a few months while he was in between uh, places and he moved his stuff to a new place. And it, it's nothing, it wasn't anything for me to be sad about, but I, it's just the change of it made me feel all like, I don't, just like sad. And I was, again, feeling sad about the holidays and feeling sad that I, here I am living by myself. Then I thought, stop it. You know what you can do anytime you want? Go out or call somebody mm-hmm. or have people over. Like, mm-hmm. that that's you, Lauren. So I kind of well, had to smack myself a little bit about it. But don't you think January kind of magnifies those feelings yes I well think so. I, I, I mean a, just the come down for a thing like it's, yeah. it is and it's cold and we don't have as much light like, i think just something about this month kind of magnifies those kind of yeah. things that wouldn't necessarily affect you as much it's in other a, times it's a slow down cocoon yeah hibernate kind of month yeah you're really supposed to be launching into the new year new year but it's hard to do that when it's cold when it's, and it's dark yeah. and it's the the days are shorter. Yeah. So even if you think you have a little daylight, you have to hurry. Like we have to hurry and walk at four because it, the sun is setting by four forty nine. Yes, and if your partner I mean, stops to pick pecans, we're in the dark before you know it. <laughs> that is the crazy old lady of neighborhood, right? There. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. If there are pecans on the ground, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick, pick them up. <laughs> Yeah, that is the crazy lady. Mm. Now, I realized, so after I got back to work, because I guess I went back to work, like, right after the first, and I'd spent all day New Year's Day watching movies with my boyfriend and some of our friends, just, like, on the couch. And it was such a sweet, just, like, calm, Mm -hmm. lovely day. And then we went back to work, and, and then... Like, yesterday, I realized I hadn't seen any of my friends in, like, two weeks, other than my yeah. friends that I work with. And I, I was like, okay, this is starting to affect me, that I haven't seen anybody, any of my buddies. So, yeah. But that's good to recognize. Yeah. So, all right, so we've talked about the problem that is January. Mm-hmm. What do y'all do to fight back, to push January back? <laughs> I don't think <laughs> to I have on to February. It. I think I have embraced it. Yeah, I'm leaning uh, into I've it. Been, I'm sort of... I'm, I'm reading. I read a whole book in one day. Um, I took a weekend off. I woke up not feeling well. So I just canceled everything, which is so unlike me. Mm-hmm. And I have to say that it did a world of good. I slept well. I rested. I puttered around, which I also don't do much. Um, read the book. I finished a Needlepoint project. I got some things organized in my kitchen. It was sort of refreshing to kind of embrace not being in the rat race for mm-hmm. a weekend and trying to get my month started off a little more slowly and a little more interesting mm-hmm. than just work. I feel like I'm leaning into it too. Like I I get, you know, we're all creative people and part of it, I get very down if I don't have, like COVID, when we were in quarantine, it was so hard for me because I am a performing artist and there was nothing to do. I played the piano right. a lot and like I painted some. So... When we started, like, I got back to school and I had, like, a week without my students where I'm just doing administrative stuff. Well, that that kind of thing is difficult for me, and it made me feel 
more sad. <laughs> and then this week when I finally got students and like, then I started rehearsals for something and then I started doing choreography for something, then I was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Because you finally is, got active. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You were outside yeah. and moving around, yeah. Well, and making making things up, which is what my, like making up movement or, you know, I was, I'm starting to incubate what my spring show is going to be. And like that, that's my, those are the things I can actually concentrate on very well. Like I, that's, I'm at my happiest when I'm in a rehearsal process. So, yeah. And sometimes it helps me to calendar. So when you've had such a busy calendar and then you go into a period of like, there's not that much on your plate. Go ahead, get that planner. You know, oh, yeah. I ordered my Erin Condren planner, which I always get because I'm I am ADD enough that if I can't see like the whole view of what I have going on, it's difficult for me to like concentrate yeah. one day at a time. So I got my planner, and I'm just putting in all the important dates, so I have a very clear picture of what the next few months do actually look like. Because then I do know what I have to look forward to, and I do know what I have coming up. Okay, yeah. I did the calendar thing too. Yeah. And I ordered a new it calendar for my kitchen, and yeah. I started writing down. Well, and I've started trying up. to reflect on last year and what my successes were. Mm-hmm. What were oh, the good that's things? A, that's a good instead of, you know, you're instead pro- of just. You're doing a 2023 postmortem? Yes, I am. <laughs> I am. Or what, you know, yes, but what do I want to carry forward? What right. did I do well? Yeah. What are, you know, what are some of the highlights of this year? Because I can get, I can get to the point where I'm just trudging through and I'm not acknowledging um, experiences that were wonderful or, um, or relationships that I have enjoyed or that are new or blossoming or things that I did with my art that that were great and that did well and were successful. Or things you decided not to do with your art. Or things I decided, yes. That's important that yeah. you took time, you noticed right. that you needed time or, to redefine. But see, I can look back and when you and I went to the writer's retreat, oh. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, now, not as it. much came from that as I had hoped, but I really loved that. So that's something to look forward to. You know, I can look forward and take and say, okay, I really liked that. What can I do? My work, what did I do at work that was an improvement over what I had done, you know, what did I really enjoy in my job? And what am I making sure that I pull even more so into the future I've and that doing, sort of thing? I've been doing a lot of that. Yeah. So I'm just, you know, just trying to reflect on the good things that, that came from last year. Not necessarily any of the negative. Just really sort of looking at what my, like my highlight reel. Mm-hmm. Just making a list of my highlight reel. And, okay, that really worked. And going back through last year's planner. What, what, what were some of the things that I'd forgotten about that were really part, really some of my highlights? Mm-hmm. I just hadn't thought about them, you know, that kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I think that that has, staying on the sunny side of things, especially when you're, you feel like you're in the dark doldrums, if you can look back and find the little rays of sunshine, I think it really helps to pull you out because what well, you keep saying that your, your, um, your brain believes what it tells you, mm-hmm. you know, is that you feel like you're an emotional being, but when it, in the, but in the end it's whatever you're telling your brain over and over, it's believing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if I can look back and find all of these positive things, it's going to help re- tell my brain that my life is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I've got great things to look forward to. And on that note too, you know, I always <laughs> sus- subscribe to you are what you eat. But I think on your intake, you also have to take into account what you read, mm-hmm. what you allow yourself to see if you're scrolling, what you tell yourself. All those little messages that you tell yourself 
all those go into your health, mm-hmm. not just yeah. what you yeah you are what you put into you are what you think yeah. Everything you put into your body is. I realized I have tried to keep drama at bay so much, like to an extent that two people told me something last week where they were like, I don't know if you knew this or if you'd heard this, but dot, dot, dot. And I was like, no, I hadn't. And I, I really didn't really want to. Can you take that back? I don't want to know. (laughs) I don't want to be in the middle of it. And not like sort of keeping that at a distance has been lovely. Isn't that, yeah, so that the drama you put in the life is what you create. It's not real drama. It's um, excitement. It's not drama. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. I think that we all have um, spent so much, so much of our lives in sort of a traumatic drama place mm-hmm. that, and that sometimes I think, I don't know, for me, I, every once in a while, I think that this, that the void I feel is that, is that eggshell that, you know, just you're used to, when you get used to something, yeah. used to feeling on high alert all the time. Yeah. But I can totally replace that with excitement and walking with friends and doing things. It's replacing. You know what I mean? Mm. And after several, having several years, it's it's so much better. Yeah. Yeah. But if you're still in a place where that's still a thing, where you're still, that you've gotten out of a situation and you're, and it's making you feel oh, weird. That, you can replace that, that with good things. thing or that feeling you're going to get in trouble for something. Yes. It takes, like, I am pretty far removed from that at this point, that feeling at this point. But, man, it took a long time. I'm to, seven years removed from that. And it's still, I still have flashbacks of it every Well, and I'll time. tell you. But, it's, I mean, it's you've learned the behavior. Now you have to unlearn the behavior. Well, and, it's, well, and know, when the, so I, my ex, now that he's he's passed away, is really, uh, that's the only reason that I don't. I feel like I haven't felt it more because well, it, it. I don't have that constant reminder of it. Sometimes, like if my if my boyfriend's in a bad mood, for instance, sometimes my, I'll be like, oh, and then I have to remind myself, no, the, wrong person. Yeah, like his bad mood is his bad mood. It's not going to be. I'm not going to have to deal with that. Like, I'm not going to have to worry You're about that. You're not responsible for that, to... and you don't have to take and care he, of that. And people are allowed to have a bad mood. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's the it's the walking around eggshells because you're scared of what's going to happen mm-hmm. that that is so... And everyone, I have to remind myself that that's not a thing anymore. Right. But, now, but then you start to feel like, oh, this is really not a thing anymore. Like, I don't have to be on eggshells. Well, I think since January is kind of a reflective period for people, I think if you can point your reflection toward positive things instead mm-hmm. of negative. I think that helps with the gray, cold, mm-hmm. get out of your routine. Well, day. and if there are things, if you are if you find yourself, if you're lonely or you find yourself in that place, like I think you and I have both done puzzles, Beth, mm-hmm. here recently. I found a puzzle. I mean, I just picked it up on a whim. I've, I have not gotten, so one of the weird things that happened to me, I love books. I'm an English teacher. I was a librarian. I absolutely adore books, but I've struggled to read them since divorce or really even about since about five years before divorce. I, it's just at, during, before, before divorce, I felt like taking that time for myself was selfish and I needed to be spending it in other places. And so I struggled actually spending the time reading a book. Or I would sit in the den to read a book while my husband was watching television and I would get in trouble because if I wasn't watching the screen that he was watching, I wasn't spending time with him. You know what I mean? So it just, these weird, you know, rules were set upon when I could read and all of that. And so, um, 
So I've struggled, but I've started listening to books on Audible, mm-hmm. and that has made all the difference. I feel like I'm, it's not it's not as as enjoyable as reading, but as Beth said, to, you have to you have to be willing to give that time to reading. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I have not been able to get to feel like I can sit down and give that time to reading because I feel like I need to be giving it to my art. So I'll get there where I can share my time with all of those things. But I think that, and Beth, you kind of touched on this earlier and I can't remember if it was during this or before or our little pregame conversation, but just the, no, it was pregame conversation. Just the idea that like, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. Like you can't, you can let yourself be still, but you can't let yourself get stagnant. That's yes. True. So and there's I a think, big difference. I there think is. you have to, this is going to sound so cheesy, but we're talking about resolutions. I think you have to resolve to have resolve. Like yeah. you, you just yes, have definitely. to have to put one foot in front of the other and go to whatever the next thing that you have to do is because that will keep you going because the worst thing you can do is just stop. Yes. Well, or like, you know, I like to say, you just can't waller in it. Yeah. I mean, you can think about it. And then you can come up with a positive solution, yeah. but you can't just sit in it. Yeah. Well, that's a song. Yeah, my dad, my dad last week, he was, he called me when I was not, when I was, he was like, are you okay? I was like, I'm not, but I will be. And he's like, just put on your big girl breeches. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. I mean, you just, you yeah, do. You put like, on your big girl breeches and go on. Sexy big girl Six or breeches. Sexy so you big girl breeches. <laughs> What's your big girl breeches <laughs> <laughs> Positive in that one. <laughs> I watched. I don't even remember what movie it was. Some movie, and the the daughter in the movie, the the mother had passed away. I think it was a series on Apple, maybe the shrink, shrunk, whatever. Yeah, that, shrinking. Yeah, shrinking. Whatever. Yeah, yes. I love that. Oh, I love that, that show. show is so good. Yes, Harrison so, Ford is in it. Right? Yes, yes, yes. And what's what's the other guy's name? The mother Jason guy. Seagal. Yes, yeah, I right? love him. So I love him. Um, so, he's but so one funny. of the you know his daughter takes fifteen minutes a day to cry on purpose. Yeah. That's to try and help news. her deal with, um, <laughs> to deal with the, um, oh, yeah. her. But I was like, that's that's an interesting approach. That's to do that. News. Yes, that's yeah, to that. You know that that kind of thing. But I find so without my having my you know my outside. Yeah, I'm not trying to complete a master's program. I'm not. There's nothing I have set in stone that I have as a goal. I had struggled with ADD paralysis. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. So, so I sat down the other day and made a list. Okay, draw. Draw every day. Um, this week, paint a bunny rabbit. Like it, doesn't ma- like, it doesn't even matter what's on the list. It's like when I get into that, I'm like, oh, I've got a list. I can go to the list. The and even if it only takes five minutes, because it takes 18 minutes a day is 100 hours a year, and that will make you more you're better than 90% of other people. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever it's like to help you it grow and whatever you want to do. Yeah. So that's my goal. 18 minutes a day. There you go. I, a lot of times when I get into that, because I get into that ADD, that paralysis mode, especially when I'm by myself, I'll just, I'll do tasks, but I just ghost around or I'll scroll Facebook. So I think for Lent this year, I'm going to give up Facebook. <gasps> oh, like, that's a great idea. Yeah, okay, I've done that before. I have you given up. 21 days. I did. I did a 21-day fast of all media. I did a fast of all social media. I didn't do television. It was, and in fact, I, I my old self would say I've never haven't really recovered from it <laughs> because I don't scroll social media like I used to. Yeah. I don't go to look for it. I don't have to have the television on. Yeah. You know, it just made it. I I, I 
put myself more into my Bible studies. I did. I had more time for reading or art mm-hmm. because I wasn't focusing on other things. Well, it's well, really I good time. How much time that? No, I you get, don't. I get real like bad. Like what I'll do is I wake up, I have my cup of coffee, and I sit down, and while I'm drinking my coffee, I just get into it. And once you start, do, I mean, I don't like. I just like look at what people post or look at what. Yeah, you but know, it's a rabbit hole. It's like Alice in Wonderland. You get lost down there. And then I've had my second cup of coffee. And I'm still doing it. It's so 30 minutes I, later. I really have to. I mean, it's just a little habit. I don't even care about it. Well, and that's, so. and if, so if I track it, but I think I would rather spend that 30 minutes reading an actual book. Yeah. Yeah. And not we need to know in social media. Book for the book club. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we need our February choice. Since I read mine in one day, yeah. I need to like. And I enjoyed every minute of it. It took me more than that, but I listened to it on Audible. I didn't read it. <gasps> I know. Well, I just couldn't. Do I know. It. I'm a very tactile person. Well, I used so to be. I, I like used to not be able up. to read it. I like how the paper feels. I like the uneven. Uh, but see, edges. I love all of that, but I just can't so. bring myself because I could. I could work in the studio. I could do the dishes while, while I'm listening listen. to it. I do that. I'm able to do. I, I'm, do that like, I feel like I get in more books by listening. Yeah. I don't think you gave the octopus a good. I did piece. not. I know I did not give the octopus. <laughs> All right, the book we read was Remarkably Bright Creatures, and it was cute. It, it was a gets fun. A, it gets a A plus for me because I was like, I don't want to read it. Right, well, I, well, actually, it gets <laughs> A plus for me because you read the back and you go, okay, now i got to read it just to see how the author did this. Yeah. How did she make an um, octopus, did one of the read main characters? Did you how she came about writing it? Mm-hmm. That was very interesting. I read a little background on her. Okay. It was a, it was a writing assignment. Oh, was it? You get assigned a squirrel. You get assigned an octopus. Uh-huh. And then she wrote it from that. And that, sometimes, that even made me more Sometimes a random prompt, you do yeah. the best stuff. Mm-hmm. That's right. Well, she did an excellent job with it. I well, Beth, we've already been assigned a blonde-tailed squirrel. Mm. We just haven't done our assignment yet. And locked in the greenhouse. Yes. Mystery. And the mannequin in the window. Oh, the mannequin. <laughs> These yeah. are things we see on our walks. <laughs> <laughs> Be prepared for our short stories. Or long stories. I don't know what they're going to be. Yeah. All right. Were you going to say something else? Uh, I don't think so. I can't remember. If I did, it was. We just interrupted. It's <laughs> right. all right. All right. Well, what are y'all going to do next week? Um, actually, I think we can all say that we hope to be playing in the snow. Yes. As yes. a part of what we're yes. going to do to live this life snow we love. Snow cream, will, baby. Snow cream. That will feed my inner child. Yeah, I, I can't even say Do that. you make snow cream? I have, I have a, one of those Snoopy snow cone makers. No, the one where you make it like ice cream. No, I don't think I But that. do you remember when it snowed one year at like ten thirty at night and me and you and, and my daughter uh-huh. went out and we made a little snowman and out in front of Oh yes, yeah. we were thinking about there too. It just it was so much yes. fun. It's late at night and we're like, Oh my gosh, it's gonna melt by morning. We gotta do this quick. That was so much day. fun. Snow so I'm gonna have to snow yeah. day with you since my daughter's not here. That's and my fun. son will not probably not come out to snow. He'll like look at us and go, "Yeah, okay." Let's smoke a cigar on the front porch and watch us. <laughs> no, that'll be nice. And you know, I like snow days. Yeah. Because that's also time, sort of like January, where you find something to do that you weren't. Well, I kind of regularly programmed. Yeah. To well, do. I miss COVID because COVID was like a huge extended snow day. It was, it was. only it was warm outside a good bit. And of we time worked in our that. yard so we much. Worked, we worked. Like, I got to see yeah, you. Had, I was so such a fun I socialized time. more stuck we in did. my house. Yes. <laughs> Well, than ever before. Because you get, I mean, everybody was still at work, but we were all 
still and being okay with that. Yeah. Again, not stagnant, but just a- allowing that like bit of. Well, and I think our things. neighborhood sort of went back to the old yeah, school where, old where school. people were walking yeah. and hey, and, and we were sitting yeah. on our porches and everybody was, yeah. you know, and it just became people I'd never um, really spent a lot of time talking to. I met and that, so it was just, it was just I yeah, miss it. Nice. it so. It was very community friendly. It was. Yes. Neighborly. Um, no, I, I hope it snows. I'm looking forward to that. I, um, and it, my son's birthday is coming up in about a week, so I'm just planning that it's his 10th birthday, and we're rearranging his room and getting him a bigger bed as kind of his, like, big oh, that's birthday fun. present. So that's, I have, a pro, I have a project, obviously, that, that I'm working good. on. So, yeah, it'll be good. I have a baby cat that I need to knit. So I've been looking at patterns and stuff, and it's cute. It's handmade fiber, and it has little bees in it. So oh, I need fun. to get this baby every year in a bonnet. Well, that's what I'm hoping. So they're, they're supposed to be on Sunday. I don't think it's supposed to snow you on Sunday. Sunday evening, I'm going to this party called Estrogen Fest. Oh, yeah. And it is. I saw that. You saw, see that? It's the it's um, Miss America pageant. Yeah. And everybody chooses a pad, somebody who's whatever, and you follow them. Anyways, you can dress up in a ball gown or you can go however you want to. But there are prizes and a whole bunch of women. I've never been. But a person I work with is the one that hosts it every year, and she makes money to give to. I guess she did books for the um, the um, military lounges in um, the airports for children. Anyway, so I just anyway I was like I'm, I've never been, so I'm kind of looking forward to that. I mean, I think that'll be a lot of fun. So that sounds cool. Good. Well. Happy January, ladies. Oh. <laughs> Here's to February Here's coming. To February. <laughs> Make the best of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Thank y'all for joining us for Champagne Sunday. See you next week, girl. See you next week. Yeah. Cheers. Have a good week. Cheers. Yeah. Cheers.